What's up, everybody, and welcome back to BPX After Dark, where we focus on the events, silos, and goings-on of the world of block packs. Each week, we'll spotlight the past, present, and future of block packs through community-driven conversation, interviews, and of course, that juicy alpha you know and love. If you're a fan of TCGs, digital collectibles, fantasy sports, or even pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, you've found your new must-listen programming. Blockpax is more than just a company. It's an incredible group of fans of cutting-edge tech, high-octane collecting, and supportive community. Broadcast live each Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific on X Spaces, we are brought to you by Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. I'm your host, GT, and I'm here every week to be your guide through Blockpax. Tune in and come join the conversation. And without further delay, let's get on to this week's show. Hey, welcome everyone. This is Discord user Slappy White coming to you live in X Spaces from Radish Digital Home Studios in Charlottesville, Virginia. This is BPX After Dark featuring GT, or some know him, Ron Fresco. GT is going to be coming up on stage here in a second from California as he and the others find their way in. I see GT is already here. Just wanted to do a little bit of programming notes while we wait for everybody else to get in here. Just a couple notes about Radish Digital. And I do want to thank Block Packs first and foremost. Another four boxes of Home Team Hero given away this week. Tonight, we're going to announce the rando winner, the person who gets the random box from football. And they're going to join Jimmy G, who's getting a box of HCH football after winning the conference championship Home Team Hero Fantasy Football Tourney, which was kind of cool because we had some heroes we added in that were uh, community created. They were not sanctioned official block packs heroes. Some of them did joystick for the Ravens. He was freaking on fire. It was insane. Uh, D. Hoovy and Heffrey, they won NBA Week 13 Fantasy Basketball. Hoovy. He tied in, in in the football, fantasy football, but he lost in a tiebreaker. So there was some redemption. That would have been insane if he had gotten both. And today we ripped Sonny's box. Sonny, who says he never wins anything in block packs, he got the random box from week 12. He said it was the best box of HDH he's ever broken. The first pack we revealed was blue. He ended up getting four blue. And get this. At the end, there was some color. And we're like, oh my God, he's going to be... Oh, it's a Santa. He ended up... His luck, he gets a Santa at the end. And then changing next week, we're going to do something a little bit different for the random, right? We've got two boxes now from Block Packs, which thank, thank them again. One goes to the fantasy sport winner. The other one's random. Well, you're going to have to be in the audience for BPX After Dark or BPX Break Room. We'll tell you ahead of time. And you got to be there. And if you're in attendance and we call your name when we spin the wheel or do whatever, then you win the box. And also just among other things that are going your way, Radish is sponsoring a thousand BPX giveaway to one lucky winner. You need to be subscribed to the fantasy email and then respond to the tweet that we put out there showing you either received the email or you signed up for the email. And then the only other exciting thing is that Gen Con is gonna be out with, um, she's gonna be doing themes for each month and February is gonna be Wonders theme. We're excited. Uh, we've been talking with Blockbacks about having, having someone come on at the start of every month, giving us a silo update every month on the theme that we're focused on. So get a wonders update. But I'm excited. You know, one week we can do IP lore. One week maybe we just have the artists on. Maybe the final week we do like a minor yours where people compete with their wonders and we have a competition. So we'll go that way. But anyway, that's the update. Looks like we've got everybody rolled in. It's 9.03, so we'll go ahead with the show. And so now I present to you 
BPX After Dark, starring ZT. ZT, how are you? What's up, Slappy? How are you feeling today? Great. The water is warm. Please go ahead and come on up as we dive in to this next segment, which will run as long as we want it to, uh, making sure that we get together now and in the spirit of community and maybe in the spirit of getting just a little bit wild and reckless. Shout out to my favorite Baskin Robbins ice cream flavor. Uh, I want to introduce this particular uh, this particular week's segment, which is going to be the BPX Brain Trust. This is going to be a forum where we want to solicit any ideas from the community, from the most practical to the most harebrained. We want to invite any listeners to share their thoughts in the comment section, in the Block Packs Discord, or most preferred, hopping on that stage and sharing their thoughts. Block Packs is the strongest community of brilliant and a little bit funky minds. And I want to invite anybody to come on up into this safe space to just throw some spaghetti at the wall and see if it sticks. I want to start with my ideas. I want to toss it over to Slappy. And then I want to invite some members up to the stage to go ahead and flex on us. And um, we'll make sure to hear out all all of your work. I have a few people uh, who have sent me a couple of ideas as well. And I know actually that uh, we've got Galileo in the in the uh, audience who I would love to call up in five, 10 minutes or so to share his idea. I have not shared it with you, Slappy, and I want to see what your immediate take is. It's going to be great. Uh, so first off, okay, I've got like four and we can discuss them as we see fit. Number one, I want to add legends to the HTH collection. I want to add Babe Ruth. I want to add. I, w- I want to add a Babe Ruth inspired HTH hero. I want to add a Magic Johnson inspired HTH hero. I want to add a Terry Bradshaw inspired HTH hero. All of these are opportunities for us to really figure out how we can include not just the present but also the past of the sports in which these heroes are inspired by how the mechanics might work about whether those would be extra multipliers or whether they would be something. I don't know. Come on stage and share if you want that, if if you want to talk a little bit about that, but I'm thinking legends to the HTH collection. Okay. The next one is a little bit funkier. Uh, When you put adding legends to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say I immediately think of legend. And it's like that son of a gun. I'm like, I will always think of him. I'm like, wait, you want to add legend to the? Just just put the soul miner in the background yeah, the of some soul. card. Yeah, that is yeah. that great branding. I mean, now he's now he's he's got a ways to go in order to make it into an HTH card. I love the guy, but uh, you know, score a couple touchdowns in the NFL. <laughs> Jordan uh, was the first one to come to my mind, and I can't believe you didn't mention him. And Jordan, of Magic course, Johnson. Of course. Well, we were just talking about him. We were just talking about him. Right? <laughs> I know. He was top of mind. He was top of mind. Um, so yeah, that, that, those would be ones that I would want to think of. How the mechanics would work? Who knows? You know, is it a separate team? Is it? You know, is it a multiplier if you happen to have that one or if you build a rainbow, you know, and then the whatever team that he was on or teams he was on, it, it, it would be interesting to kind of consider. One that I um, want to kind of tell a little story about is that I've, I've got a former student right now who's at the University of Chicago. And she is just on a whim decided to learn some ancient like Aramaic text or like language because she needed to fulfill one of her language requirements at the University of Chicago. And this has sent her down this path of 
becoming kind of like an expert in Assyriology, which she will wholeheartedly acknowledge is not a very practical thing to do, but she kind of is good at it now. No, it's she, not. She, she got hired by the UChicago Museum to design a plushie of something that's in their like Assyriology or like Assyria wing. And she created this little like squishmallow that's this very, very cute tablet that has some kind of cuneiform on it. And it's this very, very cute thing. Wait, and wait. It's, it's sold like hotcakes. And it, this is this is not the Galileo idea. Because this one, I, I'm like, where's No, this, this is not the Galileo <laughs> idea. No, no, for sure. But then I was like, wait, why don't we create little like Funko Pops of HTH heroes or like Squishmallows of HTH heroes and go to Comic-Con and like put them everywhere, right? Like how cute would it be to just kawaii-fi, you know, all of these like HTH heroes Put them into little small things, make them dog toys. I don't know, but I think that that would be a lot of fun. Just to just on a manufacturing level, I know that that would probably take a lot of time, but I think it would be really, really cute and very, very kid friendly. We're crossing generations, Slappy. I'm just saying, million dollar idea. Black packs, hire me, hire me. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. um, so that would be one. And then lastly, I, I was actually thinking about this last th- this week. This is a little bit more practical. But I don't know if this is actually possible or whether I'm just a Luddite when it comes to my set building. But I know that when you have a set, it'll get on set builder, it will tell you the uh, cards in decline yeah. that you are missing. So for yeah. example, if you have a gold and then you've got a blue and a and an aqua, it'll tell you that you need your red. But what it doesn't tell you is that you can add more if you have a gold. So what I want it to do, what I want set builder to have is like is to be additive rather than subtractive, if that if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if it if it tells me like, okay, you've got a gold rainbow, you would earn X hundred a thousand more points if you yeah. found the black, that would be something that I really want to see, just generally speaking. Does that does that exist, Slappy? Am I just am I just a Luddite and I'm missing Jordan, out on that? Or? Jordan, does that idea exist? Um. Yeah, I, w- I would hope so. I've, I've no, I mean, does it currently exist? I don't know. I said it like five times. No, Jordan. I think you. And I, so, I, I, so I was. I was zooming in and out. I was reading something about a card. I, I know. Apologize. Okay, that's what it is because it would have got no GT. That is not there. And where it really stood out to me is when Smash and Petrarca and Chicago and a few people joined at the same time. They all looked at the set builder and it was so great seeing their fresh perspective because yes, they all were like, this is the opposite of what the set builder should be. This isn't telling me what I have. It's just showing me what I don't have. And they're like, I want to see what I have. Yes. So there's, it's, it's a combination issue. Correct. If I have a red rainbow, just like if I have a red rainbow and I'm missing a blue, I have the faded out blue. I can click on that to hit buy and I can see what's for sale and who the people own it. So I can make a swap with them. Right. Every time you have a red rainbow, you should have the gold and the black above it that you can click on to, to click for buy. And if you know there's no black for sale, the one isn't for sale, then you can't do it. But yes, that 100% should be included. The other reason why it should be included is like, for instance, MJ number 23, the goat, needed a blue uh, frostbite magma 
to complete his gold rainbow. And when I was going to send it to him, I needed to look, is that going to break up a rainbow I have? And it does. So it'd be just great if I could look at all my rainbows and be like, okay, well, that's going to tear down this many points. So I can help you out, but just help me build up one of my other aquas that's not currently paired so I can come out of it, you know, neutral at the deal. So that's a, I think that's, I, I, Eric talked about some of the marketplace improvements on uh, Jen's BPX break room. And it was great to hear a lot of those ideas. I didn't hear them talking about that. And I think that the other thing is, I would say from a business point of view, why would you not want to do that? Because again, it's it's upselling the customer, right? Yep. They're showing us the cheap aqua to buy. We're asking them, hey, tell me the expensive gold to buy. Yep. And no, there's not a fee in the marketplace right now. I mean, it can't go on forever. I mean, they they... You know, this is a good point to bring up is that like BlockPacks is a business. We don't begrudge the fact that they're trying to actually sustain the business model. So I imagine at some point there'll be, you know, some kind of fee in the marketplace. But you would think that they would want to upsell us. And the other thing is you'd want to upsell the client even for the sake of if I buy that gold, I'm more invested in Home Team Hero. So if you have somebody new coming in, right, they, they want to complete that gold, you know, rainbow or that black rainbow and be more tied to the project. If you have $5 invested in block packs, you could be like, well, I don't know, it's too confusing. But once you have that gold or black rainbow, you're like, I have a black rainbow. That's right. Took to get there. I'm telling you. Eric, if you're listening, you need to just go ahead and just pull that trigger, man. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. So they had it on the old set builder. Kind of. I, 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 kind of. Yeah, I know that, I know that they had like an iteration that showed what you had and what you didn't had. I have, I don't know if that still exists, but regardless, what I was doing yesterday no. was like, I was just, I was like, oh, I have a red rainbow of like Yeti fire. Like why not look at if there are any other, you know, if there's a gold Yeti fire out there. So it did take me a little bit of time and I was able to <clears throat> garner another, you know, 300, 400,000 yeah, HTH points in basketball just because okay. I, I, I got I got this realization where it was like, wait, it's not showing me what's above. It's only showing me what's below. Right. And so, Eric, if you're listening, that's that's what I got going on. Those are my ideas. And I, I, before I get to you, Slappy, I do want to. I do want to invite Galileo on. Galileo, we, we've been talking at each other all, all, all the time. Galileo, can I have you hop on up and tell me your absolutely wild cockamamie idea that I want Slappy's reaction, like initial reaction on? And I'm so glad that I'm looking at you, Slappy, as well as, I'm, as I get the chance <laughs> to do this. Galileo, how, how you doing? Man, I'm doing well. How are you, GT? I'm well, I'm well. Thanks for coming on, for the gift of your time, for coming on up, for, for being patient. We were talking a little bit about some ideas. Yes. And I wanted to hear if you were you were willing to share uh, one or two that, that might be top of mind for you. Well, I'll I'll share the wild one, right? And and you're you're looking at Slappy's eyes, so you can you can you can give me the feedback. But so yeah. so as a newbie, right? You come in and you and you you look at the product and you're like, oh wow, this is this is exciting. I think I like the product. And then you look at the infrastructure and you go, well, okay, you know, what's the infrastructure like? And then you kind of start digging a little deeper and you're like, well, what are the owners like? And so me personally, as a newbie, like I, I'm really bugging people. I'm like, hey, who is this Frenchy guy? Who is you know, who who are these key people that are kind of surrounding the business? And I'm I'm kind of poking people, asking questions. And finally, I think it was Alpha and BJ's were like, man, we're kind of sick of your questions. Um, how about we just try to figure out a call 
you know, with, with the, you know, owners. And I'm like, really? You know, like, okay. So fortunately I had an opportunity to talk to Frenchie a little bit and ask hard questions and I get done and I'm like, this guy's a genius. <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. like, I, like I love the project. I, in fact, I, I, I love it 10, 10 times more, a hundred times more. Like, and, and join the club. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was, so it was one of those moments and, and I, and I have, I've, I've interviewed people before I've been starstruck. And by the way, one of my favorite baseball players ever was Roger Clemens. And I was, you know, and I'll, I'll save a lot of this side story, but I was so starstruck. I asked for his autograph. And when I actually leaned over to ask for it, I called him Wajo. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get the words Roger out, but I was like, Wajo, can I have you autograph? You know, and like, I was so starstruck. But anyway, my point is, businesses that have phenomenal leadership, they usually protect their business asset by having some kind of key man life insurance policy. And by the way, sure, I am not a life insurance salesman. I do evaluate businesses. And, and so, you know, you want to see, will the business survive an unfortunate event of their owner? And is there a contingency plan in the worst case scenario? So that's what a key man life insurance policy does. But again, Frenchie on X this past week or maybe two weeks ago, he you know he shared the 86 Jordan Fleer fractional. And was talking about that, you know, that the fractional. And um, by the way, there's none of them for sale right now. I'd love to buy one, but mm-hmm. um, but I'm sitting there thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I'm taking these two pieces and I'm like, man, you know what's never been done? A key man life policy on Frenchie, tokenized, and then fractionalized. And the fractional owners pay the premiums annually. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> I see, yeah. I see, I see Slappy's eyes. He's just like, as you're getting to the punchline, he just sort of like slowly raises his head and like looks into the future, like looks into the distance and it's like, Wait a second. Like, is this crazy like, or is this crazy? Like, like, is this crazy? Is 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 Block Packs going to become the most successful life insurance sales organization ever? Right. I'm telling you that people buy life insurance policies as investments, but it's not about that, right? For me, for me, it's simple. You you dump thousands of dollars into a product, and you know there's someone that's trying to lift early in the business, right, to push this thing forward. And they are 70, 80, 90% of the reason that this thing does succeed. It's like, is that a smart idea or not? Now, now listen, folks, just as a, just as a quick little, a little disclaimer, we are not, we are not offering any bounties <laughs> on, on We're not offering. There's a dark but, side to it, GT, that you don't, we are not, right? we're not offering anything, but the mechanic the idea of like, I mean, and, and I think that it gets into Galileo, it gets into the idea of what, of the blockchain in general. And I think it's baseline use, uh, it's, it's creative baseline use, which is how can we use blockchain technology to not only assert provenance with something, but to fractionalize something that is much more crowdsourced 
And boy, oh boy, that is one heck of an idea. And, and I, I mean, life insurance fractionalized, you bet Block Packs would be um, breaking new ground when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, I would be happy to be on a committee and <laughs> to pursue its legitimacy. And I know Frenchie said he didn't want to listen to this until it was recorded. And I'm so glad he said that. So, <laughs> so you didn't bring it up to him in your call with him on Galileo? I, so actually what I did was I finished the call and I texted him like, listen, you should. And I, and I just said it in a joking way. And then when I was talking to GT this week, I mentioned it to GT. He's like, He's like, shut up. He's like, you need to, you need to bring that up on stage. That's a hot like, take. It's a hot take. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, all the joking aside, I think one, it's a hedge because Galileo, I, I, credit to you for putting it into the, these words, but you're not the first person who's talked about Frenchie's, Frenchie's mortality is that there is... Right. We joke that, hey, if anything ever happened to Frenchie, is that we all understand what he means to this organization. So one, it's a hedge. Uh, but right. two, it's again, is that, Galileo, are you familiar with? It's so funny. I had, before we went on tonight, I had my In Frenchie We Trust shirt that Real Biz gave me. <laughs> I just, and my wife looked at me and she goes, a little bit much. And I was like, oh. so I switched to my gratitude. But Galileo, are you familiar with those shirts? I love it. I love it. I mean, but it, it, it proves it proves a point, though, doesn't it? it like, does. it, and and it's it is absolutely you know a situation where if you ask Frenchie directly, he'll say this is block packs is my passion project. Mm -hmm. And you know, I mean, it's it's his passion. It's his personal investment. I mean, it's like anyway. I, I yeah. I, I I just. I would be excited to explore it. I think it's legitimate. And and to your point, if if a farmer grows corn, he hedges it, right? And if you're buying a lot of block packs, the question is, well, do you want to hedge it? How do you hedge it? There we go. There we go. Well, that's that. That's the kind of pie in the sky, spaghetti at the wall ideas that I was that I was hoping for, Galileo. Those those hot those hot takes are what's going to end up getting us the views. I can already see, I can already see the memes show up at this oh. point in time. Jeez, Louise, I, I appreciate guarantee, you. I guarantee you, within one week, you would have fifty people who would sign on to that. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. One hundred percent. And and but again, I mean, you know, and I was way, talking. For folks who don't want to come up, thumbs up or thumbs down if you'd sign on and then GD, continue with your point. Well, it's again, I, I talked to one of my friends who who you know was was deep in the web three space for one for for a web three company, and he was talking a little bit about um, you know what what is possible to fractionalize. And you know, he was thinking not just about you know not just about NFTs, but also, you know, and, and cards, which I think is where Frenchie broke a lot of ground, but also wine, you know, like provenance and wine is so unbelievably important when it comes to the wine community. How can we create some kind of NFT that would also be some fractionalized kind of aspect of wine? But then he also said, like, why not fractionalize some up and coming musician, you know, like musician's career? Like if you, you know, had some kind of partial stake as like an NFT that that was a partial stake of somebody's, you know, musician music career, you know, as a young as a young artist up until, you know, whenever they, you know, whenever the NFT matured or when the artist blew up or whatever. 
There's a lot of interesting uses for the blockchain that I think that we will continue to discover. And I'm, I know the Blockpacks team is really figuring out how to marry the analog and digital world in a way. But I just had to have Galileo up here because it is, <laughs> that, was, that one was just so wild and, and, and awesome that, that, that I, I wanted to set that tone. So Galileo, I appreciate you hopping on the stage and, uh, and feel free to stay on if you'd like yeah. to comment anything more. But I want to I head over to Slappy now. Maybe we, we were heading the clouds for a little bit. Now can we go feed on the ground, Slappy? Do you have any, any kind of ideas that you're thinking about pie in the sky or, or, uh, or seriously? I will say this is only the... The third show, and so we got to work on the timing. But you throw me under the bus, like with Frenchie last week with with JJ. I had a story to tell about JJ, and then after you like, do you want to tell yours now? And I'm like, yeah, I really want to. So like, following Galileo and his life insurance policy on Frenchie, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about like, let's dot some eyes and cross some teeth. <laughs> oh, you know, we'll zigzag. You know, it's yeah. it's sinusoidal the way in which we're we're treating things. Yeah, up by, and down. By the way, Loco said he he said Galileo, tell me more about whole life. And uh, he also mentioned that he music, beer. So when you were talking about fractionalization is that he he's kind of followed that path. I know from knowing Loco is that he very much is he loves the and that's one of the things that drew me to Frenchie and block packs. They have one foot in the real world, one foot in the digital world. And, that, and that's what insulated them in this NFT downturn. I think so many people, they said, nope, that's it. You know, physical is dead. It's all digital. And Frenchie never did that. He was always saying, where can we be disruptors with the physical? And that's what he's continuing to do. But be well, GT came over to me, but Galileo, we'll come back to you in a second, see if you have any more. So I just have, again, they're they're nothing compared to Galileo, but the marketplace. GT, you were kind of hitting on that before. I want to see baseball, football, and basketball in one activity tab. I was asking Jordan before we came on, because Jordan, he spends more time. Oh, good one. He's been around. But... I, in order to share, for folks who are going to see this video on, in YouTube, is I had six tabs open. And when GT went to the different sports, you know, I'm hopping between the color pop and then the regular one. And then I'm hopping, hopping over to the different sport and I've got two tabs there. So six tabs. Is that really, I, you know, it's time for me to, for folks who don't know, as I made a commercial. Oh, Galileo, you're going to love this. First of all, the Blockbacks marketplace is absolutely phenomenal. Like people don't understand when this thing went live in September, it worked. It wasn't like everything else in Web3 where like, okay, it's scheduled to launch yeah. and, and then it doesn't launch. And then when it finally does launch, it only works half the time and then they shut it down because it does. It worked. Now, with that said, there was no logout button. Now, for somebody like me at Radish, because I have my personal account, I have the account I do with friends. I've got the account for Radish, for Radish Fantasy. So I've got like six accounts to keep everything separate. And so I had to have six Chrome browsers open because there was no stinking logout button. And I made a commercial, you know, that it was a tribute to Blockbacks. Thank you. Yes. And, and, and a quick timeout. I just want to give a little bit of context as to how this marketplace actually was going on in the first place. Back in the summer, uh, Home Team Heroes was posted on OpenSea, both the ColourPops and the, um, and just the, the regular collectibles. And OpenSea flagged those two collections for whatever reason. Um, and I know that Do you Frenchie want to know and, why? and I, I know that Frenchie and his team have been working on them. I mean, I mean, Jordan, if you feel comfortable spilling, feel free to spill. I, I think it was because they were on two different chains for like the same kind of collection. Like the Color Pops were on ETH, and okay. 
so they didn't support the chains is what I, I, I remember. I know that I know that OpenSea was always wary about about polygon stuff and and potential wash trading there and so maybe that was a flag and then they were co- connected but Frenchie and his team had to scramble hardcore in order to create a marketplace, just even a skeleton of a marketplace so that the momentum could keep going. And keep in mind, this was right before National was starting. And so the fact, the fact that they were building out this marketplace in essentially two months, <clears throat> even with the, the hiccups and the snafus, was pretty impressive to see. And so to your point, though, Slappy, I'm sure there were some things – Relatively obviously, th- obvious things that were pretty overlooked. But continue. Sorry to interrupt. But and we should say they, it was always in their plan to have a marketplace, just right. not as quickly as they thought. Yeah, to your right. point, it came quickly. So, right, they didn't have the logout feature, and I created a commercial just spoofing them for like, hey, you know, the people who gave us Lost Miners and Wonders of the First, you know, they gave us the logout functionality. Thank you, engineering team at Blockbacks, and so the filter. I feel like is kind of our logout moment, which is whether it's in the activity tab or whether it's combining everything and putting it into one. And I know this isn't self-custody, right? So this is on-chain stuff that they're kind of controlling for us. So that could be one of the reasons. But for the filtration, man, I just want to be able to go. And the other thing is you heard GT talking about how the baseball sales were more robust than football. I would love to just go in the activity tab and just scroll down and see, hey, what's selling right now? Which one is hottest? The other thing is, if you want to look at what the valuation is, right? Well, where's the floor on basketball commons versus baseball commons, right? And looking at that, you don't want to go between tabs. So there's a lot of different hmm. ways that the filtering would work. So that's one idea I have. Get, get, get baseball, football, basketball together. I will say one other thing I would love to see is I was just talking to somebody who is relatively new the other day and we were talking about OpenSea and what we all made the mistake of doing when we first got into the blockchain, you know, some today, some a couple of years ago, you think you have stuff in your OpenSea account, right? You have an OpenSea account, you see the asset, your legend is in there, your block packs geek is in there. It's not in there. OpenSea is just a viewer looking at the blockchain, telling you what asset you hold in your wallet on the blockchain. And so along those lines, can, and again, these are the insane ideas, can block packs incorporate an open C type viewer of the blockchain? So there's talk, right? Frenchie talked about, well, some stuff I never want to bring over. I don't want to bring the lost miners over to the block packs marketplace because that's not self custody, right? That's, that's uh, block packs custody. But what mm-hmm. if you could have in the marketplace you viewed all like Jen Con was talking. She hasn't brought all her home team heroes over yet from from MetaMask, from OpenSea, from MetaMask. Me either. Yep. And so, wouldn't that be great when you're looking at your collection? You see it all. You collect, connect your MetaMask account, and what's more than that, you can put it up for sale in the Blockpacks marketplace. And so, the only thing that'll happen is it'll have a little signifier that says this is this is not a self custody. So if you're a Web2 person, there's some kind of red flag that you know, like, hey, this is an advanced sale. It's not a beginner sale. But for people like, you know, you and me who can handle an open sea sale is that we'd be able to connect our MetaMask, authorize the sale and have the, the go through and pay the gas. But I'm just saying that is one thing that I, I hear what Frenchie's saying. He doesn't want to bring wonders and miners over, but incorporate an open sea style viewer of your MetaMask wallet to show what's in your wallet and your block pack control. Mm-hmm. So you see everything, 
You can list everything, and it's all right there. Why can't I do they have do a question. It? Yeah. So in the tab under your collection, wallet, what does that do? So I don't. I have everything off of MetaMask, so I don't know what this does. But have you just looked at that? On OpenSea? No, on Blackpacks. On Blackpacks? I thought it looked for the stuff that you have in your but, own. What's that it, do? I don't think you can see it together, right? I don't know. I, I, I have nothing in my wallet. It's all on Blackpacks, so I don't know what it looks like. Mine says zero items. Yeah. So my- what's yours look like? Mine says zero too, but I brought all of my HTH over as well. That's what I, yeah. Actually, so wallet. GT, well, I'll go into the next one, GT, but connect your wallet and then go into your block tax account. It's no no eligible assets detected. But but you, again, you have assets in there, HTH assets and legends in your wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And you the have, wallet that you have connected to your marketplace account, not what you just said connect. But, but I will say, Jordan, is that I, I hear what you're saying about going over to this thing. And what I'm saying is I want it to be seamless. Uh, I want to say uh, Loco, a seamless process. But yes, Lo, Loco just replied, you can't see anything outside the block packs marketplace. Um, mm. And so, OK, so that's one idea. Right. I just want to be able to see everything regardless. Like because the other thing is for folks who are newer is that Frenchie still very much believes in blockchain and the promise of the blockchain. And I will say is that. I, I think it's easy to go the Web2 route. It's always easier to go the Web2 route. And I think Blockpacks needs to stop every time they're making a move and they need to say, it might be a little bit harder, but what can we do to incorporate the blockchain in Web3? Because that's I love Blockpacks because they had one foot in the future and one foot in the present. And I don't want them to lose their foot in the future. Mm-hmm. Doing something like a viewer of your, open, your MetaMask assets and your Blockpack assets. All right. And then... I would say Jen talked about the bulk transfer from your MetaMask account to the BlockPacks marketplace, but Eric and her didn't talk about the bulk transfer within the BlockPacks marketplace, right? That's what we want to be able to do. We want to be able okay. to open C style, click, you know, you have all your comments listed. Click, 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 click. I've got an open C you can do, I think it's up to 50 now. I can yeah. click 50 comments, 50 polygon assets. I can hit transfer, transfer it to another wallet in MetaMask. I want to be able to do that in Blockpacks Marketplace. The bulk okay. transfer has to happen. The a BPX transfer. I noticed you didn't bring up the sale. I know why because, and I actually there's somebody in the audience who was involved with it. There was there was a a, a launder sale where somebody just used an asset to move like a hundred thousand BPX. It clearly wasn't a legitimate sale because we're all using the marketplace to move BPX back and forth because we don't want to pay gas to move it out to our MetaMask wallet, pay gas to send it over to somebody else's wallet. They pay gas to take their BPX back into their wallet. Instead, you just do this fake sale to get it. At Radish, we try to be good and we try to respect the going rates. I know we frustrate people, but I, I don't want to skew their um, what their what their numbers are showing. But a BPX transfer among, among willing partners. We definitely mm-hmm. need that. And then you hit the HTH builder to have the next highest one listed, definitely have to have that, listing every rainbow you have. And then the visibility ownership of assets. I know that uh, Blockpacks, rightfully so, is very concerned about privacy, right? That's that, that. There's so many states, so many countries with privacy laws, they have to walk a fine line. I know that the final solution isn't here. I know the participation would be low, but 
the opt-in where you waive your rights and agree to let your assets be sold. I think that there's so many people, GT like you and me, all the old, old Gs, who are used to going on OpenSea and seeing who owns what so we can find the part missing part to, to, to go to the person. I see GT owns it. It's not for sale. I see he's got two. I know he only needs one. I reach out to him. I think there's a core group of us. I, I think what BlockPacks isn't thinking about, they look at the numbers. And I, for any opt-in, it's a failing proposition. Opt-ins never work. Mm -hmm. But if they presented this, hey, this is the temporary work through, they would get enough of us recruited that the people on the outside or the newer people or the smaller people, I think they'd say, well, gee, why wouldn't I be part of that? And, and maybe one of the key things is you can't see other people's assets unless you show your assets. Mm -hmm. So that's the incentive. So all of a sudden you've got like, because I can tell you what would happen right away. We'd all be trading among ourselves, those who can see our assets. And why would you not want to be in there? And at the end of the day, the only people we're worried about are the people who are actively trading in the community. It does make me wonder if there, it's not just about privacy, but also some kind of legal thing as well. I mean, because, but, but I think your idea is, is interesting where it's like, here's a, here's a pilot program. You know, here's a here's a pilot program to see whether or not this might this might work out. Um, but you know, thinking a little bit about you know how we how we might go about that would would be interesting. You know, I I, I imagine too that there's also a privacy aspect in terms of like any data breaches. Like that'd right. be that'd be rough. You know, that'd, that'd be that'd be a pretty rough kind of kind of way of going about that. And, and again, that's the opt-in, right? You have to sign away that right. So one, they've just got to get the right. Frenchie has great lawyers. I think he's mentioned before his lawyers are the same ones for FanDuel. Or he's got he's got incredible lawyers. And uh -huh. the he he he's staying. It's funny. I remember one other project owner that I respected. He looked at what Blockpax was doing, and he's like, "Man, I don't know how his lawyers ever sign off on that." <laughs> but French, but let's. He's got lawyers. He uses them and. He he he's standing by the law for sure, for sure, and and at the same time too, the SEC and the FTC are undefeated, baby. That's but but this is this is the BPX Brain Trust, and we are throwing ideas out there. We're keeping things spicy, slappy. I appreciate the fact that you're throwing that out there, and I mean, I I think it is really important to think a little bit about what the future of of the marketplace will look like, and and what that kind of community based trading, especially, is going to be. You know, I think that. It's it's so important to understand, and, and it's the life force. It's really the lifeblood of of block packs. This year, we've seen so much activity. Like we said, seven hundred and what fifty transactions last week just in HTH baseball or basketball alone. Yeah. I mean, we're building a robust community, and and I I'm with you. Figuring out ways in which it can be easier for me to build my sets is something that's that's really huge. And speaking of set building, I can I share a, a Tito a, a Tito idea that he DM'd me? Yeah, he's got awesome. two. Okay. All right. So here we go. He's he's By the way, he, after we gotta mention Eric spilled some alpha on Jen's BPX break room for folks who didn't catch it. So we'll share that after. Great. Great. Okay. So Tito sent me this, which I thought was really, really interesting. He actually has two different things. One of which would as far as I know, change the dynamic of trading and set building as we see it. I'm going to save that for the second one. Here's the first one. He writes, I have a brain trust blast. He's calling it dynamic color pops. He says, 
Wouldn't it be cool if HTH added a very rare ColourPop insert, one that could dynamically enhance the HTH hero's mutated genes to produce a Dyna C-Pop? What? A Dyna C-Pop, you say? The first version would be simple. They'd receive an overarching multiplier, which would level up his season point performance in one of the point categories, like stolen bases, home runs, rebounds, etc., and it would be reflected in the NFT art. On a grander scale, version two would have the dynamic metadata. Through a chain link oracle, the player's point production would be an accelerated function of his performance with an upside bias. So as the dynamic CPOP got hot, his point production would accelerate. Even cooler, his physical appearance and background would be upgraded in the NFT. What are your thoughts, Slappy? A dynamic color pop, one that would enhance one particular one, one particular stat, and or one that when somebody's on a heater, there's the 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 artwork might change in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, on the outside, I love it. I I love making it more. You know, Frenchie said at one point he wants. I'm always hesitant whenever BlockPacks tries to make things simpler. Because when I first joined BlockPacks, the community is a community of puzzle solvers. I mean, we had Criticin. I'm not sure if he's still in here. I mean, he's the ultimate puzzler. And I think Frenchie said it best when he said, we want depth, we don't want complexity. Complexity is bad, depth is good. And what mm, I like about mm. Tito's example is it's taking it and making it more, 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 they're more, it's giving more depth to the color pops. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, okay. So the, the last one was also about set building. So he's, he's still in HTH land as I think many of us are. Oh, and um, by the way, this is Loco just had a, I'm sorry, GT, but it follows on. He said, even cooler, explain what the mutated genes really are. What actually happened beyond a nuclear hot dog? Also, all HTH should be linked to player performance from commons to color pops. And that, Go ahead, GT. Yeah, and and I've I've heard that feedback from a few other people. I think especially with the Wonders release, so much about the Wonders outside of the art is that that really intrigues people is the lore, right? The lore is really wonderful and deep and rich. And I've heard feedback from a few people this week saying, "Where's the HTH lore?" And I think that there is a real wonderful way of going about the HTH lore that is interesting. And it's also admittedly a little bit campy and fun and comic booky, right? Like we need to have it a little bit more sort of like jovial and lighthearted as opposed to, I think, The Wonders, which is a little bit more serious. But I do think building out the lore of HTH would be really, really interesting beyond the radioactive hot dog. And I think that that's what Loco 4 is kind of getting at as if, as well as a few other folks that oh. I heard from this week where it's like, yeah, let's, let's build out the storyline for HTH. I think that'd be really cool. Before you go to Tito's other idea, Loco and Cloud have both talked about this. And, and in the beginning, I, it didn't bother me so much. I wasn't opposed to their ideas. And I know it kind of sticks in, I can't remember if it's more Loco or Cloud or both, but talking about the commons don't have any, have any value other than just being what they are. And I know sometimes that's a sore subject with block packs because they feel like, hey, a common a common Matata, you know, origin is, is a collectible on itself. Like, that's great. You can build a common set. You get the BPX points that way. 
But I think for Loco, who is not a big fish, like a lot of us, right, we're not going out getting, you know, like jams, buying up every 10x there is, is that they want, you want to see, you want to be interested in the player's performance, the way the people who hold color pops are. So I, the best idea I heard was there's a set amount of points for the common and aqua and all the colors that are not color pop. So the thinking goes, take the total points for the common set. And it, that doesn't change, right? Because that's a whole problem as you have in block packs. This silo is going to get this many points. This silo is going to get that many points. We have to figure out color pops, blah, 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 blah. But they know at the beginning, right, is that I, you know, I remember with my IMs, I hate to say, and Jordan, I'm sure knows, but like, you know, a common's 200 points. And so if the common is still 200 points, the thinking is Matata would be worth, you know, 400 and a uh, Tigre would be worth five. And so you would actually value the commons. So the total sum of points for the commons does not change. So it doesn't screw up anything in block packs in terms of points. But you would be rooting for the players that have the best performance and you would care about their performance. So it, that inspired the home team hero, we should say. These aren't the, these aren't the players. These are the fans. Yeah. Heroes inspired by the players. For sure. Um, so with, with that in mind, you know, in terms of HTH and set building, this was another interesting one from Tito. And I, I actually am going to, I have to take a little bit of time to parse this one out, but I'll, I'll try, I'll read, I'll read what he, what he wrote and see if I can, if, if you have any questions about it, but he's got an interesting idea that he believes will skew BPX like at end of year end of season BPX rewards more toward like it would incentivize set building and trading more than it would like just buying and holding so like incentivizing more marketplace movement and he says this he the what is I'd like to see more set and rainbow building activity and his why is the reality is Color pops provide a bigger bang for your buck ROI-wise versus set and rainbow building. However, the latter encourages more community engagement through increased collection activity. So what he was he proposes is throw a BPX bone to those who are collecting and trading more amongst one another. And how they would be able to do that is essentially taking a percent like basing, basing a, like, so 100% of the BPX goes out into the ecosystem to people who have collected based on their points. But he's proposing 80% of your point total, 80% of the BPX just goes to your point total. And then 20% of the BPX will go to the ratio between your set bonus and collection points. And however much that ratio is, because according to Tito, his argument would be if you are if you are creating and collecting more sets, then you are more active on the marketplace. And by doing that, you should be rewarded for being more active rather than just holding. Now, with that being said, we know that Blockpacks is a company that is all about making sure that we set and forget, right? We don't want to make sure that we're trying to be all, like every single day you have to log on to Discord, right? But I think it's an, it's, it's an interesting idea to think about how BPX can be allocated. And Tito in this instance is like, well, 
we want to make sure that we're encouraging a lot of community-based activities. So how can we, we reward that? And I think his idea, which admittedly I did not flesh out as beautifully as he wrote out, so I can post that somewhere if, with his permission. Um, I think it's an interesting conversation. How can we, we reward different kinds of activity in the marketplace that BPX can provide us, right? Are, are there any, first off, I'd, I'd love to hear your take, but then are there, does that, does that get your wheels spinning or does that get the community's wheels spinning at all? If there's anybody in the audience who would like to come up and, and raise their hand and talk a little bit about any of the ideas we have, um, anything that kind of spins your wheels a little bit slappy or, or Jordan? Um, I, I, I do have on everything you guys said, I do have some things on why, and I hate to be like the bad, bear bad news, but why it wouldn't work for like the color pop to evolve you guys want to put a life insurance policy on frenchie but for you guys to do that <laughs> you need to put a life insurance policy on the devs because it's going to cause them to do so much more work on the contract it wouldn't even be sure. funny with the metadata one two the privacy privacy policy if i created an alt account and had one card in there and i opted in that allows me to see everybody, okay? That's one workaround. So the opt-in I don't like because of, of that simply right there. If I'm a massive whale and I don't want people to see who, what I have, I don't have to. I create another mm -hmm. account. Mm -hmm. The second one, to have the marketplace be on with OpenSea on the marketplace, that is opening up every single person in the marketplace to getting hacked. Um, a bad idea especially with so many web two people not knowing how to use web three and they connect their wallet and they allow access and they think it's black pack so they get hacked and all of a sudden guess what everything's gone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't think yeah. black pack wants to open themselves up to that yeah for sure i i, I think i think you're i i appreciate I appreciate the fact, Jordan, that you know you've got your your feet on the ground while Slappy and I have our head in the clouds, right? And I think that there are absolutely a hundred percent a lot of different practical, legal, logistical, time factor issues that really do prevent a lot of this stuff this this stuff from being from being possible. I think that by by putting this out there. Maybe there are maybe there are little nuggets or maybe slivers that that might provide a different kind of perspective and opportunity. But we appreciate you continuing to uh, to to let us down easy in terms of stuff. No, like I this. love the ideas. Yeah, like, all of the ideas you had tonight are fantastic. I <laughs> love them to be on the marketplace. Like I'm not kidding. But it's from the aspect of me knowing what the devs and the contract and all of that would have to do to be able to do that. Oof, that would, that would be a nightmare. Well, it, it goes to show, I mean, Eric was talking about it this, uh, this morning as well. And in, in, in BPX break room, I mean, he was commenting on how the stuff that the, de that, that the devs are doing right now is completely and utterly breaking new ground at a speed in which it is also just incredible. 
And, you know, indeed, while we do talk about the merits of Frenchie and, you know, the work, the, the work that he's doing and the ideas that we have, we absolutely have to shout out the, the people who are behind the scenes right now who are developing and building out all of this stuff in a really, really important and quick way. And obviously, it's easy for us to say as the consumer, like, okay, well, we want this and, oh, it would be so easy, you know, and all that when I'm sure for, for folks like the devs who might be listening now or in the, you know, in, in a later recording, it's like, um, hard no, hard no. So, you know, pre- appreciate that. Appreciate that. I see Petrarca also on stage. Um, Petrarca, come on up and, Actually, and any any response or any, any ideas or Slappy, go ahead. No, I was just going to say GT, I think, uh, I mean, Galileo, I think, came off mute, right, when Jordan made his point. So, oh, yeah. I, Galileo, did you want to respond to something GT said? Yeah, I, I was going to say on a couple of those items, you know, one, the gamification of activity on, you know, on, on the marketplace, I think is a great idea. I mean, just in general, when you gamify anything, you create activity, you create community. I completely agree with the statements that were made there. So that's exciting. Uh, I also want to make a confession. Galileo, um, for you don't know about yeah. the ocean race, can you, that, can you explain your background too so they understand when you talk about gamification, your experience? Oh, yeah, just, just being co-founder of a Polygon community that, that does, uh, <laughs> we race elephants on sea creatures, right? So we gamified something crazy, right? But when you gamify it, people people just regardless of what it is, they surround you and and they when they see activity and they see competition, it drives action and and it's just it's powerful. Um, and then I, I just wanted to admit, um, Slappy, on one of your recommendations, uh, I was that guy that did the BPX transfer with the with the token, uh, yeah, I, I, I apologize. I didn't. That's a, that was a that was a personal foul. Uh, I'll sit. I'll sit in the corner. But, <laughs> but I didn't know that. But one of the things that was is a little bit of a trap for us is like you mentioned, the inability to transfer BPX within uh, the marketplace, or I could just click on my wallet, you know, and just say, hey, I'd like to just like I send a single. Um, digital card to someone, it'd be great to be able to send BPX to someone um, right. without it affecting the value of something. And, I, and there, I'm sure there's rules and reasons we don't do that too, but that would help, you know, not having to deal with that. But um, lesson learned, thank you for the scolding. I'll back down. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, everybody does it, so it's not just you. But it would be, thing is that, uh, again, I know it's not everybody's favorite subject, I don't like to pay more, but you also have to look at where revenue streams can come from and block packs. And for those of us that do it, because I have done it sometimes where I remove it from the marketplace account, I, you know, take it to my MetaMask, I transfer it over and then they bring it down. When you think about all the gas, even when the gas rates low, you're probably looking at, you know, a four or five dollars. So you could do a small fee for block packs, right? Like a right. A and it just like it would be something inconsequential to you that you'd be like, yeah, I have no problem doing that. Oh, I would pay a fee all day long. I would be happy to create a new rev- revenue stream for block packs. 
to allow right. me to send BPX. Yes. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I, I can also confirm. I like I can confirm that that tra- BPX transfer in intra intra like website is absolutely a priority for them. Like I've, I've, awesome. I've, I, I know that that being the, the being the case. So you know, I and whether that's I'm I'm with you though as as well, Galileo. Whether it's it's fee or or fee-less, I would absolutely do that over any other system that we have right now. So I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that it's top of mind for for our users, and I'm also glad it's top of mind for some of the folks in in the in the block pack space as well. Um, can we can we throw it over to Petrarca? Let's do it, Petrarca. What what's on your mind? Good evening, all. How's it going? Good evening, <laughs> all good. We're just living our best lives, throwing spaghetti at the wall. You better be talking nice, about nice. And at some point in Petrarca. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll start with number one. I love the idea about the incentivizing the, the trading more uh, because, again, I love that part of this. It reminds me of when I was 12 years old and we're sitting around the table and trading sports cards. I think it's a huge part of it. <clears throat> it builds a lot of relationships and, and community here. And I think that was you know, huge when I first started in the last few months. Uh, two, <clears throat> I love the idea about, you know, obviously getting BPX within the system. Um, I think we should have like gift cards that you could buy. I mean, Home Depot does it, you know, all these companies, you know, why not? Okay. Again, you know, why not a gift card that you can buy and then you can use that for store credit or you can use that for auction credit or you can use that for BPX or whatever it is. Um, yeah, that's kind of, you know, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's so many other companies out there that are, that are selling gift certificates, you know, pretty much gift cards. Why can't BPX do the same? I don't know. Again, I'm not a <laughs> understanding of all yeah, the, no, the and, legalities and, and so forth. Exactly. Exactly. And and none of us are. We're just a whole bunch of jabronis that are just talking on a Thursday evening. Like I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some kind of FTC, SEC, whatever that's that, that's got going on there. But I love that idea. I, I love the idea of, you know, like I said, Valentine's Day is coming up. Why don't I get my why don't I get my partner a hundred dollar gift card and she can she can buy her first, uh, you know, victory common origin or something like that. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Sorry. That's I was going to a different word. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now I, I, I wonder, I'm, I'm wondering Petrarca, I I know one thing that I've been thinking about, especially with Tito's idea um, about the, the kind of set building that he, he wants the idea. And it sounds like you're, you're pretty open to it is the the idea is that we want to incentivize trading because by incentivizing mm-hmm. trading we're incentivizing community building and by incentivizing community building we're incentivizing more growth in the in the company his for model sure. yeah. is all about set bonuses in general now for me i'm the kind of guy who will go on to the block packs marketplace excuse me and i will actively buy the cards that I need for my sets. Not oftentimes do I trade unless I'm really, really in a pinch. And so I'm, mm. I'm just wondering out loud, you know, how, how might we be able to distinguish between purchases and then also trading if, if that set bonus to collection points ratio is the metric that we're looking after? 
are there are there any other metrics that you might be able to think of or 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 is it just 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 generally speaking like you're thinking to yourself yeah i want to incentivize trading and i want people especially those who are maybe lower on the on the leaderboard to be able to right. kind of like get their own get their flowers what what are your thoughts regarding regarding like my situation where i'm i'm buying more of my sats rather than rather than trading them yeah, I mean, I still think that you can you can benefit from the the building of the set itself, right? You could have maybe those those commons all turn into aquas, um, or you know some some way that they turn into the next level or whatever. I don't know, you know, maybe there's yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe there's an in between common and aqua, and now you've got to build a second set. And once you build a second set, then that becomes a set of aquas or, you know, mm, something mm. like that, where now you're Ooh. at one and a half. You know, that could be cool. You know, so it's everybody's incentivized still to build the sets, but you're also gaining points somehow towards auctions or something like that, that, you know, with the trading, because, yeah, that's how I met Galileo. That's how I met Slappy. That's how I met Smash. That's how, you know, like, is... And by doing yeah. doing those trades, we became good friends doing that. And then we started communicating outside of that stuff. Like, oh, well, what are you doing with miners? Oh, what do you, you know, then it opens you up to the other soul silos. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah. if you're just on your, your own individual, you know, island, you know, how much information can you retain or absorb um, from all these things, these servers that are going on. Um, right. You right. know, uh, I think eventually we'll be discussing something that we're putting together as a group, um, you know, that, that kind of talks about that and creating that group mentality versus just me. Um, you know, well, because that's, I'm that's here. That's really interesting. Yeah. No, sorry. Keep, keep, continue. continue. Oh, I just, yeah. One of my things is I'm here, obviously, for me to succeed. But I'm also here because I believe that this is about the community succeeding. And I love that. I love being yeah. a part of that. And I've found a core group of people. And I think that, you know, we're going to build upon that um, in the future. But I won't put too much information out there into the uh, into the world yet. But uh, Petrarca, but yeah. we're we're sent, we're sending you a big group hug. We are happy to have you in this community, man. And the, the impacts that you've already made in the months that you've been here is just Top shelf, absolutely top shelf. Well, and I think you bring up an interesting point about the, the idea of like additive, yeah, and uh, like additive, additive collections and sets, which I think is really cool that like completing X amount of sets will sort of up level you into some other kind of space or place, I think is a really cool idea and a really cool model. And Petrarca, remind me, have you been around for any of the razes, any of the, the razes that have no. happened? No, okay. I just uh, so, I started yeah with the the breaks and that was it. Got it, got it. I think one thing that I was thinking about as you were sort of getting at this was like, where are the different places and spaces in the block packs community that build community? And I think mm -hmm. absolutely number one is the trading, right? That happens every single day. That happens on a constant basis. I'm sure with the 750 sales that we had this week in ba basketball, there were maybe two or three times the amount of trades and transfers that were happening. Oh, I yeah, obviously don't sure. have the metrics, sure. so I, I can't I mean, tell. Even, even but my own self, that I mean, being I, said, I traded 
slappy yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> you know, 26 comments. Sure. Um, so yeah, sorry. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and no, no, but I, I appreciate the input. And, and I think it makes me wonder, okay, what are the other silos and the other spheres in which we do build community, right? If it is the case in which it is impossible for us to have some kind of set building community-based bonus, where are the other opportunities for us to really be able to build that community? And I will tell you, Petrarca, do not sleep on the Raz. The next time that Block Packs hosts a Raz, you will see an incredible influx of activity that's going on in Raz trading. And the kind of trading that goes on is both high octane, very, very exciting, and quite lucrative. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, poo-pooing anything that you're saying. I'm just thinking, like, yeah, what yeah. you said reminded me that there are other silos that there that where where we can really build community and if it can't be as a bonus you know in in the hth space maybe it's in raz or maybe it's in some other unforeseen kind of uh onboarding process or marketing thing that block packs will release in the future because obviously right. the tent poles are you know hth miners wonders you know, and to some degree bantams as well. But like, are there going to be other things that are in the beautiful, crazy mind of friendship? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, exactly. I see that you've got your hand up. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say this kind of ties back to what I was saying about, and I know you have to worry about the privacy, but I, my understanding is with the opt-in, that's one of the ways you can do it. The opt-in is really, that's kind of the European model for privacy, as long as the person op opts in. But I'm glad that Tito brought it up because that's actually something that has been the canary in the coal mine for me over the last couple of months that I'm worried about. Not right now, but just as we build the community is in order for block packs to remain the community, it, it is, which I, you know, I was involved with over 50 projects when Web3 was going on and I saw them all get to 100,000 and there's something about 100,000. Once you get to 100,000, just everybody starts going, uh, turns into the nastiest people. And what's great about our community is it really was a self-creating community and a self-policing community. Basically, we were built on the Raz. And if you were somebody who didn't play nice in the sandbox, nobody would trade with you. And Raz wasn't fun because you weren't winning anything. So those people would leave. It was really great. Is that it, it was just when you look at modeling behavior, it was modeled for people who could play nice. And so we created this community. And so there were so many people who came in from other Web3 projects. They loved it. You get people who come in from Web2. Who are tired of the nastiness of Twitter and Facebook and they love it because it's just good. And that's why I am glad Tito brought it up because I didn't tie that in together. I think it's so important that we continue that bond building through the trading that we have. And that's why I I agree with you. Like you have to worry about the legal and privacy issues. And I I don't know if it's that or more that that's not the solution because opt-ins never work. But to get back to that model where we're constantly trading with each other and working with each other to accomplish something, those are the bonds that we build. And I mean, we all know it. People came in, you know, before the Web2 folks came in when the marketplace was open, you had Web3 people coming in saying that we would send a geek over worth, you know, at the time worth $4,000, $3,000 of the legends. You know, they were worth that much at one point. We would send it to the person who was new to the community and be like, yep, just send that back. And people were shocked in our community. You would send assets worth hundreds or thousands of dollars mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. a, in, in, a, you know, in a trust transaction. So I agree with what Tito's saying. I think 
you need to have something that keeps that. So again, Galileo said, you know, gamma, gamification. It just has to be a gamification where you're relying on someone else because we saw what happened in, in Barefoot Republic with the pirate ship and like, you know, what are you putting, you know, what ship are you putting your parrots on? And it just, you know, I kind of, I tried it. I didn't really get into it. Like, but that wasn't as, you know, I think, you know, we didn't, oh, I was on GT ship. Like that didn't really happen. So I'm glad they tried. Like, that's what's great about block packs. They try a lot of stuff. I mean, we can't expect everything to be perfect that they try. But it's a great discussion that you brought up with Tito's point is that I do think we need that. I, I also think the the trading, because I kept hearing, I thought I heard you guys say buying. And so I was like, oh, no, they already have stuff for that. But trading, it would it would help a lot more people to not do those Okay, you list one for three thousand, and I'll buy it, and then I'll send it to you. Um, it would cut down on a lot of that, which would also, since they've ran, you know, some buy and hold things, save BPX or block packs, you know, BPX that they had to send out because of those transactions. So that is an, also a good thing for block packs, in my opinion. No doubt about it, and and I think that that's. You know, I, as as we continue to think a little bit about you know all of these different kinds of ideas in the marketplace, and and I, I think what what I love because I'm a I'm a big forest not trees guys is a guy is you know thinking again about how we can understand the community and how we operate. I know I know Frenchie has spoken back in the day about like, he, he's just like, I'm just going to throw this out there and I'm going to see what the market does, right? The market is going to dictate what the market dictates. And I think that to, our, to the community's credit, we've come up with some really interesting workarounds when it comes to like gasless, you know, purchases or trades or something like that. And, you know, I, and even with that in mind, I'm sure that the marketplace has been incredibly robust and and I've I, like I said last week whenever I receive whenever I receive USDC or BPX or something like that that immediately goes back into the ecosystem there's this relatively closed ecosystem that I think Blockpacks is building up that I'm sure is is garnering some really really solid sales over the course of the what four months that it's been available and around I think thinking a little bit about that, you know, and growing that out, obviously we need to we need to make sure that we get the best deal that we possibly can, but also we want to make sure that we can support block packs and the ecosystem that it's providing us. And I think it's just really interesting to see where where the community and the marketplace is going in general. Um, Slappy, I know that we I I, I want to you you pointed out in in our conversation before the show, uh, you wanted to make sure that we are reminded of, of Eric's ideas that he was talking a little bit about. And then um, certainly last week, we were, or two weeks ago, we were talking about some more pie-in-the-sky ideas. And I asked Eric and RealBiz in my inaugural episode, shout out and uh, hop onto Spotify on the Radish Digital um, Spotify channel in case you did not hear that particular podcast episode. Um, I asked them what their pie-in-the-sky ideas were, and they both said a movie or a TV show with HTH or Wonders. And Eric, I know he mentioned um, having an HTH, the HTH-inspired hero on the Pro Bowl jersey of, like, Debo Samuel or, you know, I guess Mahomes or something like that. Love that idea. I know that Eric mentioned a few other ideas, Slappy, that you wanted to throw out there for the community in case they didn't hear them. 
what were your, or what did you hear? Well, so in BPX break room, he mentioned the sort activity, which I think filter is what he's saying. So he said, yep, that's definitely a priority they have. He also said offers are priority number one is what he told Jen. So you can- I love that. Bow, can, bow, bow, bow. Give it to yeah, him. I love when you do that. And the other thing that's coming, which was not known until he brought this up, the ability to auction any HTH item. So you can take your one of one and you can auction that off. Whoa. Yes. Um, so he that that's that's coming. And he, he said that's actually one of the reasons why they're getting they did another test auction. When they launch it, they want it to have all this functionality, not just what we're used to on Sunday night with these five cards. They want they're testing other stuff in the background so it can be used for things like you auctioning off your black one of one Midas origin. And then the final thing, and he hinted. He gave a little bit more information. You know, Frenchie said something about Raz and Thanos and you want to hold on to your BPX. And Eric said Raz in the marketplace. So, of course, that's different, which is they did have that one Raz that rewarded you based on how much you spent in the marketplace, but it was still kind of the traditional Raz. And so Eric gave some kind of hint that somehow Raz will now be in the marketplace. So, which is great, right? We're oh. Open sea trading, trading our Raz on. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. So now it looks like Raz will be coming to the will be coming to the block packs marketplace. Eric dropping alpha in the afternoon, and we're reflecting on it in the evening. I love that. It, it does make me think too. Oh gosh, what was I thinking about with with the Raz? With the Raz? I mean, the the high stakes aspect of just trying to get in touch with somebody just before the open sea deadline was just yeah, it, it was nuts. Oh right, um, I would love to have a community Raz. I've got I've got a couple of cards. Can we send them into block packs? And then can those be the cards that get razzed? And I don't know if there are opportunities. I'm I'm again, I'm sure there's a legal aspect, blah de blah de blah. But we're throwing spaghetti at the wall. If I've got myself a ten thousand dollar card that I want to razz, yep. and I know that I would receive X return on it, right. you know, as a block packs member, like 10% or something like that. Could we create a community-based RAS where we've got 48 cards that people can come into? You're just what what you're saying is is making making my head spin. And it's also making me really, really excited for um for the RAS to come back. Like that was my baby back in the day. That's what got me into block packs in the first place. Um so so that that would be that would be really exciting. Awesome. I think that's jo- it for the ideas. I don't know, Petrarca, Galileo, Jordan. Jordan hasn't really talked about his ideas. He shot down ours. Teasing <laughs> Jordan. You're, you got. <laughs> Do you want me to finish? It's because on my the, ideas, uh, on my I idea think. There? <laughs> go 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 for it, Petrarca, and then we'll hear from Jordan. <laughs> um. So Slappy and I, you know, we have all these uh, power sessions talking about uh, different ideas and so forth, and. You know, I I can't make the nationals during the summer because I run tours in Alaska and so forth. And uh, so I said, well, we should have our own. And and he's calling it what? What do you? I was thinking Bloxycon, but uh, you were doing what? Blockycon or something? <laughs> no, no. I, what was that? Bloxycon. Yeah. Blo- Bloxycon. Yeah, Bloxycon. You know, we, 
we do yeah. something out here in the West, either, you know, Vegas or, you know, near a ski resort or something like that. And we get everybody out here, still have family activities. We could do all kinds of stuff with it, but you know, I, I I'm so excited about the project and, and what they have to offer. And it's just like, you know, we need to, yeah. And again, this is one thing I would love to, you know, hear from, from Frenchie and the guys is just what their marketing plan is and so forth. I know they've got their, <laughs> their, their stuff going on, but you know, for us to keep building that momentum and so forth, because, you know, we're, we're not only investors, we're fans and, uh, and bringing all of us together. I mean, I need everybody and shoot the shit, have beers and so forth. And uh, but I don't think it should just be once a year. I think we should have something that we build up that could be just absolutely kick ass and get everyone together and uh, play golf, you know, whatever spring training down here in, in uh, Phoenix or or whatever it is where it's, you know, got some outside activities along with it. Um, so, yeah, that's my that's my big thing I would love for us to get going. Well, I, I do know that, you know, to, to your point, I think that one of the things that has been really amazing about this community and specifically about the Block Packs team is how transparent they've been. I think it's been wonderful to see the kinds of conversations that we've, that, that Slappy and B-Jamps have had. Um, you know, we're at the, we're at the three week, uh, you know, quarter post for me in terms of the kind of programming that I've been offering I'm already cooking up the next three weeks that I look forward to providing to the Discord. And part of those will hopefully be in the next three weeks. I would love to have a sit-down conversation with Frenchie. Haven't been able to reach out to him to see if uh, to, to propose that. But I do think that it might be high time to maybe take a state of the union in terms of where Block Packs is at this point in time, especially as season, what, two is, is ending or season one, whatever you want to call it. Um, having a conversation about what's ahead uh, where where there are going to be some opportunities, I, I hope to have that conversation in the future with with him, um, and and continuing to 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 build that community IRL as well. I have never met anybody in the in the Black Packs community. I never went to um, never went to 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 national. I I probably won't go this year, but I'm totally with you, Petrarca. There are so many opportunities for people to to connect and you know, continue to build what I think is the greatest block packs or the greatest community out there. Um, really, truly, it's it's why I've stuck around for the next two and a half, for the last two and a half years. Um, so with that in mind, Jordan, any any final words with b- before we uh, before we do a little bit of a giveaway? Are you about to do a giveaway, Slappy? Yes, the, the well, this is the other box of home team hero football for the random. Oh my gosh, you benevolent overlord, you. Awesome. Uh, but before we do that, Jordan, do you have any uh, any thoughts before we wrap up? Yes. Your guys' ideas are fantastic. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Appreciate we, hey, Listen, we threw spaghetti at the wall this evening. Thank you for everybody for, for your thoughts and ideas and entertaining our absolute cockamamie ideas. And Jordan, thank you for continuing to be our check and balance when it came to this kind of thing. We really, really appreciate you. The reason I brought that up is so you can build on that and, and get around it and think about all of that in the back end. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No. And, and, and I think that's the thing, right? I like it when, when it comes to innovation, it's all about, throwing those wild ideas out, getting told that it can't work and then sort of meeting in the middle. And, you know, I think it's really, really wonderful that we have a forum where people feel comfortable enough to share this kind of stuff in a way that 
also allows for some pushback. And I think that it's really, really great. That's what makes this community really special. And that's what makes the Block Packs team really special as well. So, you know, GT, uh, I, I want to build off something you just said. And I was thinking about before we went on today is that there was a time with Radish where some folks had us confused with a, a news organization. We are not that. Yeah. We are promoters of block packs, which is we were involved in over 50 projects. Most of them have gone away. It's very hard to love another project because really when you have the gold standard, it's hard to love another project. But we also want to stress, we love having people come in and talk about the things that don't make them happy, the things that be fixed. It's like, this is always a platform to do that, is that 100% is like people can come in here. I reach out to every single person who I see is leaving the ecosystem to talk to them, to get their pulse and find out why they're leaving. Usually they're good people. I also want to talk to them and just say, hey, don't be a stranger. So people leaving, I respect people's decision, like even when they're not in love with that. And two other things, so I'm glad, GT, you brought that up. We always want to stress, you don't have to say positive things about block packs or radish. Get up here, tell us the truth. We love it. Two things is that you mentioned the people who are sharing their thoughts. I do want to share. I know Loco's always with his kids, so he doesn't have time. So his highlights, I'm just going to, at one point, that again, he's posting these, and so I don't want to interrupt all you guys talking. But at one point he said, campy is appropriate. We have a dude on a barrel, which I did love that. <laughs> I love it. I'm telling you, I would pay stand-up to hear Loco. Bantams, what are those? Want to get spicy? Let's keep all the silos relevant always. How do we do this? Petrarca, you sound like me two years ago trading cards. That was when Raz was here. Blockpacks needs to make sure to honor its roots. And I think that was the last one for him. And then the final thing. Oh, and he also said, I don't trade HTH because I can just sell buy on the marketplace on my own time. Yep. Which is a great point, which is we shouldn't overlook that. Yep. And then he also made a point about cash valued at 50% of BPX. We didn't even touch it. I mean, we've been on here for over two hours now, but we didn't talk about the issue that popped up today where people were talking about the $500 auction credit. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. That, but but, but I, I do want to say one thing. I ran the randomizer. So when it comes to the fantasy football, we have one more fantasy football tourney, the Super Bowl. The person who wins the tourney wins one, and then we give a random box away. Starting next week, you have to be in the either BPX break room or after dark and be one of the entrants. So I take the list of everybody who entered the fantasy tournament. Then I put their name in the randomizer to see who won. So I have to tell you guys, this is insane. So for those of you, and right now you can win a thousand BPX. If you sign up to get the Radish fantasy email, there are many of you who are, and you read the story where I wrote about the heartache for D the guy won basketball and cause we didn't have a tiebreaker. He and Heffrey won that. So he gets a box of HTH basketball, courtesy of Block Packs. Thank you. But on football is that he and Jimmy G tied. And there is a tiebreaker. And Jimmy G was like three points off on total points scored, which is just phenomenal. So Hoovy is like, I was messaging with him. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, it was anger. It wasn't tears. And I just ran the randomizer of everybody who played fantasy football for the conference championship. I had to roll the dice twice, Jordan, and I randomized it twice. And at the end, D. Hoovy won. No, no. D. Hoovy won the random box. No, he did Let's not. Go. And that's text. Quit calling me out. I see it. I see it. It's all. It, I'm. We're, I'm. I'm looking at it right now. You shared your screen, Slappy. D. Hoovy number one after a two run after that's a two roll run. I can't believe out of seventy seven people, he got chosen. All right, so. 
I, I know GT, you're trying to wrap it up. I threw a lot at you. I want to get in. I'm going to let Jordan, if he just wants to summarize what was being discussed about the $500 auction credit. And just at least, because we mentioned we want to give a forum to people who are talking about this. I know Loco was talking about it in there, but we do want to mention it. So I'll, I'll let Jordan mention it and GT, I'll let you close it out after. I'm, I'm good. Thanks for thanks for the great show, GT. So I guess I'll say, like last week, I, I'll say I screwed up, but I, I didn't really, I guess. I used my auction credit to to buy a card that was like 3,000 BPX hmm. and ended up being like $134 of auction credit. Hmm. So I said there's no way that anybody who has auction credit will be able to buy a banger card because that 500, if I have BPX, I'm going to just destroy you. Right. So that's why I brought it up, and I kind of got, oh, it's the same thing as the dollar sign, you know, from if you use uh, credits in the store. Right. So I get why they're doing it, but yeah, this one's different because we got this from buying something or doing something in the, you know what I mean, like in the community, in the Black Packs reward system to get this, and it's not all that rewarding so that's why i used it to buy a cheap card because i was like well i can't use it on a banger card anyways yeah yeah and and i know i i know that at this at the start of it at the start of both store credit and auction credit that the the big question was like okay you know for 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 block packs it was okay what is the spot price going to really be right and i think that that was sort of the tricky moment in time to really figure out and hammering down with the spot price, not just of store credit, but also auction credit might be. And I think it is important. I, I, I imagine that they're going to be balancing those two like in, in the future. But at this point in time, when everything is in beta and also like the auction is in beta, it's very clear that, you know, it's understandably frustrating that the amount of credit that you're getting is not necessarily but like the purchasing power is not as as high for sure yeah, 4000 bpx was 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 84 dollars and uh it cost right. me 155 auction credit right right so now, essentially if they fix yeah. this later i see that as a problem as well mm. because mm. people that used it early they could have used a lot less of it mm. right going forward sure so you have to think about it from that aspect as well absolutely and and i i appreciate that i think it's really important to recognize that like okay you know where where we where we are in february is not necessarily where we're going to be in june but if there's anybody if if, if there's any you know particular kind of in, institution that will hopefully be able to rectify things relatively fairly I think the track record has shown that block packs can most certainly do it. You know, at the end of the day, obviously with with spot prices and BPX vol like price volatility, especially early on while they're building out the the marketplace, is something there. Um, that 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 was there at, at the beginning, but now things now that things are sort of evening out a little bit, figuring out how to kind of rectify that, make sure that we have a little bit more, a little bit less of a discrepancy is certainly something that I would love to see as well. I do have a question that I, I really don't know the answer to. Um, does everybody that was in the Santas qualify for those 100 cards, or is it just the people that got left out? 
Anybody know? I'm 99.9% sure that it's everybody. Yeah. Uh, we, we can we can certainly ask or, or maybe maybe reach out to anybody in the Block Packs community. Could be Eric, um, could be uh, could be, you know, maybe real biz or or uh, or maybe Frenchie, but I'm 99.9% sure if we go back into the video, I know at the end Jeff said. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we're doing this right by everybody, making sure that everybody gets in something along the lines of that. I'm going to go ahead and say I, 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 I would I'm not a betting man, but I'm going to go ahead and say that it's 99 percent sure that it's everybody. And that's what I said. But another community member is like, no, 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 no. It's only for the people that got missed. And I was like, uh, I watched the video with you on the phone. <laughs> well, something tells me. that. Yeah. Well, well, something tells me that after somebody from the BPX or the Block Packs team listens to this podcast, that there will be a lot of responses that will be made either in the general or in announcements or in other kinds of places. I think that we have given a lot of food for thought for the entire Block Packs team. And I think that uh, we also have spitballed some crazy and utterly wild uh, ideas. Shout out to Galileo. We've also pursued some very clean, very grounded uh, ideas. And this is the kind of stuff that we always look out for, especially on BPX After Dark with the BPX Brain Trust. I have been incredibly grateful to hear everybody's thoughts and ideas. And we will continue to forge ahead with some new programming in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to get even wilder as long as Slappy is letting me go. Slappy, I haven't even offered this idea to you, but this isn't an idea for block packs. This is an idea for BPX after dark. Slappy, are you ready for it? Sure. <laughs> he, he says so defeatedly. Okay, hear me out. BPX after dark, newlywed game edition. I'm going to bring my wife onto the podcast and I'm going to ask her everything that she knows about block packs. And I'm going to invite everybody else to invite their wives and partners on to see how much they actually know about BPX and block packs. Would your, would your, would your wife do it? Slappy? <laughs> I won't put you on the spot. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. So you're talking about the day after Valentine's day. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's interesting. Uh, well, this this was all about idea generation. This was all about iterations. I, by the way, I will say, do you know that discussion the the other day about Jam saying that his his wife orders steak with ketchup? So he, I was talking to him today, and he goes, "Hold on a second. and and he says, "Honey, what do you, what do you get when you order the steak?" And I hear she goes, "Yeah, ketchup." And I was like, "Let me guess," and she orders it well done. And he goes, honey, and he's like, yeah, there you go. Leather with ketchup on it. That's how she likes it. Oh, my gosh. I'd, I'd oh my love gosh. dance with his wife. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'd love, to, I'd, I'd love to grill her a little bit about her taste. No, no, but, you know, live your life. Live your life. Uh, <laughs> all told, we are, we are really, really grateful. I know it's been two hours, 18 minutes. That is much longer than I expected. But I guess that's what happens when you're on BPX After Dark. Slappy's looking at me like, ha-ha, I got you. I roped you in, you SOB. But uh, but that, I think that's going to be it. That's gonna that's gonna do it for this uh, this edition of BPX After Dark, produced by Radish Digital. That's digital with a J, the official media partner of Block Packs. I want to thank all of my guests today, who came up and offered their ideas for Block Packs moving forward, whether it was wild or whether it was serious. This was meant to be a community based show, and you all delivered. I am so grateful for your time, your patience, your input. 
it serves as a reminder that we are, in fact, the best Web3 digital collectible and, dare I say, analog collectible community out there. We'll be posting our next three weeks of programming on the Blockpacks Community Events Discord and the Radish Digital Discord, so do make sure to subscribe to those two channels to keep ahead of the game. And of course, please do us a solid and hit that subscribe and like button on your preferred podcast feeds. We really, really appreciate you doing that. We have heard your thoughts about more conversations with Blockpacks members, dropping some alpha, and also making sure that we've got some good conversation. And we'll make sure to continue to incorporate that in our programming looking forward. That is going to do it for me. That is going to do it for Slappy. Please take care, everybody. Have a great night, and I will see you all next week. You've been listening to BPX After Dark, broadcast live each Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific in X Spaces over at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. If you've made it this far, please take a second and hit that subscribe button to the BPX After Dark podcast. Why miss content like this when you can get notified every time there's a new show? We want to thank you, the listener. We could not do this without you. And a special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand, came on stage, and also, of course, helped make Blockpacks the best community out there. Blockpacks is a community built by collectors for collectors. I've been your host, GT, and that's going to be it for this show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.